So for my next podcast, it's um, this could be a long one. I'm going to talk about the subject of coaching. Coaching is something that probably was my, after playing, I wanted to be a player. I'm not going to lie about that. I, I wanted to be the best player I could possibly be. And I think my coaching came from that desire to want to learn. Um, what is a coach? Coach is many things. It's a friend, it's someone to talk to, it's uh, an advisor, it's a helper. Um, and yeah, the, the whole coaching side of sport fascinates me. Um, I've been very lucky over the last few years to become a qualified golf coach. And it's very different if you think of real tennis that, you know, I could have a real tennis lesson and there's no real tennis professional for another 200 miles. In golf, that's not the case. There's another one just up the road with another idea who's probably trying to undercut somebody price-wise and offer deals and so on and so forth. So they're all looking for angles in golf. Um, in real tennis, that's not the case. It is not the case that uh, pros give lessons and um, I'm not sure how many pros really see themselves as coaches if they're honest um graham highland said to me one day i think it was the best way to describe being a professional sportsman what do you strive to be the best at when you go in in the morning what do you strive to be the best at and i really liked that example and i think for me it was to become as good a player as i could be with my very very limited ability and then once that side of it, I'd looked at, I wanted to be the best coach I could be every day. That's what I wanted to do. I loved coaching um, beginners, new players, um, good players, elite players. I wanted to coach everybody, anybody and everybody. I, I would grab people at the school and just put them on the court. Even if they hadn't got any tennis kit on, I just wanted to see, could I make, could I engage them in enjoying this game in two minutes? Could I grab someone's attention for two minutes to make them want to play real tennis? That was a challenge to me. Um, and it's something that I've always done. I study coaches. Uh, I take now, for example, I will spend a week watching different coaches each night, um, whether it be in football, whether it be in golf, and watching different styles. I think we as coaches can learn lots of different things from different sports. I think the game should invest in that. I think we should be sending, especially the professional who's been in the game a long time, who's probably been at the same club, working with the same people. I think we should invest. I think we should send those people out to give them lessons in other sports to see if we can ignite their fire to to you know improve the coaching if you improve your coaching you're improving the standard at your club if the standard's going up people are enjoying it more the court's booked more you know it, it's so much about people enjoying the game um yes we've got to get new people into it but we've also got to make sure that once people have been in the game five years or more that they still feel they can achieve something they still feel they can get better you know, I used to get people come to me and say, oh, I'm getting old now and I'm not, can't really get any better. I used to turn that around and say, well, actually, I disagree with you then. I think now's the time to have lessons because, OK, you might not get to as many balls as before, but when you get there, make sure you do a good job of hitting it when you get there. So I think you can turn all these things around. Um, 
and and yeah, the the real tennis pro. Times are going to change. There's no doubt times will change. Uh, if you look in golf now, I, I can see the time coming where you get a, what I call a proper coach, someone who's totally into it. It's it's their, you know, it's their whole thing. That's what they think about. Um, and I can see that person travelling around probably two or three clubs, spending a couple of days in each club. Um, maybe the club not having a full-time professional on site all the time. Um, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? It's changed. That's what happens. And if, as I say, I think the golf industry is in front of the real, real tennis industry when it comes to professionals. Um, it's just numbers simply because of numbers. And we have to look at where golf is going. Um, and where it's been as well. Um, there are a lot of golf professionals in the game who don't want to be coaching, but they want to fill their diary. That's definitely not the case in real tennis. I don't see real tennis pros booking people in week after week after week just to, just to fill their court. But what I do see is real tennis professionals not coaching. I see real tennis professionals just being a bit of a, a ball machine for people. And that's fine, you know, don't get me wrong, but I think it's a different service completely. What I'm talking about today is the coaching aspect. Um, so coaching the game today is very different. I think when I came into the game, there was no, there was no book. There, were no, there was nothing to follow. If you look now, you've got the basic certificate, which I think is a great thing. Um, education is a great thing. Uh, we we never learn. If we think we we know it all as a coach, we're, that's the time to give up because we we've just stopped growing. Um, we've always got to keep learning all the time. Um, and yeah, and I think we've got to get away from this professional who is just a ball machine. We need more coaches. Um, I think at the the beginner level, it's got a lot better. Um, the young real tennis pro in their first year has quite a good understanding of, of how to coach. Um, but then I'm not quite sure what's happening up the chain there. I think you've got to then have uh, another level and another level, and you've got to have probably a panel of elite coaches um, who can do certain things, who can pass the information on. You know, if you took a, an elite group of coaches and there were, say, four of them, you could split the country into four and, and they were sort of in charge of training the pros in, in that area. And I think that's definitely something the game should be looking at. Um, the IRTPA, I think the Tennis and Rackets Association and other governing bodies across the world should be looking at sort of elite coaches. Um, and when I say coaches, I mean elite coaches who can produce good players, can produce top players as well. There's a difference between a coach who's very good, say, for example, with younger people and they can get them on court having fun. And that, that's a different form of coaching. But if you look at the game, I don't think the game's in a particularly strong place with players. Um, now, I'm not quite sure why that is. Is that to do with the coaching? Is that to do with recruitment? Um, I, I, there's definitely got to be people looking at this side of it definitely for me um i've got my own opinions who could form that group as well um and uh yeah i i i think the game needs to look at the coaching side of things um we had a chance to do it 
probably about eight years ago. We had a pros meeting. We used to get the pros together as a group. I don't think it happens so much now, which is a real shame. Uh, I think that's time, pressure on people and their work. Um, maybe the enthusiasm's gone um, for a lot of pros. There doesn't seem to be, let's get together, let's talk about ideas. Um, and I think that should happen more. Whenever I've been to pros meetings, people love getting together, love talking about new ideas, coaching, rackets, balls, where the game's going, all, all sorts of ideas. Um, about eight years ago, we had a situation where the RTPA at the time put out a, a letter saying, I think Nick Wood sent it out saying that he wanted to talk about coaching, maybe producing a manual, which... It's very difficult to produce a manual when you've got different ideas. And, and this coaching idea changed. I think for a period, everybody was coaching the same sort of things, which I don't think is a good idea. Um, and you had what they called the new style and the old style. Um, they're not that much different, if I'm honest. I'm not going to get in today about what I believe. Um, but the old and the new style very very similar in lots of ways um but you can't teach everybody the same you've got camden riviera you've got chris ronson you've got rob fay in my time the best real tennis players one's a phenomenal ball striker one's the quickest thing you've ever seen one is a methodical thinker so how can you teach people the same you can't um and if you go back to this this day at radley college uh nick wood's got a theory of how to coach what what people said the ronaldson theory which wasn't just chris there were other people that thought the same as well um it got quite heated it got quite i wouldn't say it got personal but whenever you question coaching people take that personally um and you know what i thought it was probably one of the best days in real tennis ever uh, not not because people were we're feeling a little bit on edge, but I thought the idea was so right. I thought it, it was so right, and we should have had follow-up meetings. We should have continued it. You've got Nick, who I think is Nick is a coach. In my eyes, Nick Wood is a real tennis coach. Nick was has got a view of how to play the game, um, and I like that. I think that that's brilliant. I want more people like that. I want everybody in the game who's a professional who coaches people to have an opinion, to have thought about a process, to have thought about the way they teach, to question themselves. Nick definitely questioned himself how he teaches. Um, and the same with Chris Ronaldson, that Chris has thought about it. Chris has written a book about coaching, so actually Chris has put his ideas down on paper. Um, and I'm not going to say who's right and wrong. I've, I've got my opinions, and probably some of Chris's, bit of Nick's, um, and... Uh, yeah, they, they can be mixed in together. But what those guys have got is an opinion and they wanted to fight for their belief. And I just wish more real tennis professionals had that sort of um, belief in their coaching that it was that important. It is to those two guys. And there are others as well. Um, as I say, it, it is a shame that that wasn't followed up and there were more discussions. So I, th I think the game coaching-wise is a little bit up in limbo at the moment um and hopefully with going forwards we can pull that together part of this idea of this podcast is to um is to try and stir some feeling up 
You know, if you're if you're a pro and you absolutely disagree with what I'm saying, please let me know and we'll sit down and we'll do a podcast on it about your beliefs. You know, I hope to sit and talk to Nick. I hope to sit and talk to Chris um, and anybody else who's got any views or any ideas. Please let me know. Um, so th- this whole coaching thing is uh, it's quite a touchy subject. I was lucky enough to travel around the country doing seminars, coaching seminars. Um, I took the idea from golf. I was using golf technology. And the system that we employed was a three-hour coaching session for four people. Um, and we, we would video the four people at the start with their forehand, their backhand, and the shot off the back wall, forehand and backhand. We would then show them very quickly what it looked like and... To be honest, most people, when they see what they were doing, were able to coach themselves. But we would then give them some drills to do. And I would do this with the local home professional. Um, We would then video again at the end of the two hours. And then on the split screen, we would spend an hour off court comparing their two shots. And I have to say, I was in such a privileged position because I travel around to most courts in the UK. I did one in Washington as well. Every professional that I did it with was fantastic. Well, they were enthusiastic. They were willing to share their ideas with me. Um, I think they were prepared to listen to what I had to say. Um, And every one of them had one fantastic idea, one tip, some more, you know, but everybody from a young assistant pro they all had their own little idea. Um, it might be an idea that a lot of us had, but they just said it in a different way. And I, and I thought that was a fantastic thing. Um, and I think somehow we need to expand on that. We need to share information. We need to talk to one another. We need to help one another. We need to maybe coach one another. As I say, you know, you've got to keep wanting to learn to be the coach. You've got to keep wanting to do that. Um, Where do I see the future of coaching? I see it as the most important part of our game. Um, I'm not sure for how many people it's at the top of their list. It was definitely at the top of my list. What's the future? I think if I look at golf, the future is social media. I think it's um, people learning to play off YouTube. I'd like to see all pros getting on court with a camera. You know, everybody's got a phone camera these days. Um, Make some clips for your members. Get your members to send their shots in or do something. I've seen some great stuff on um, online of late. A couple of things I can think of. Cam's Corner, Camden Riviera. Keep going. What a fantastic idea. Just, I watched a couple last week with Tony Hollis. I don't know Tony Hollins. I don't know Tony at all. Um, But I just thought, what a fantastic concept. Um, So please, pros, members, let's keep adding to this. Let's build on social media. Let's put video clips out there. Um, I'm not saying we go overboard and everybody starts commenting on somebody's backhand, but um, I know Claire and Rob are doing these intensive uh, academy weekends for all standards again 
that's to be applauded. It's, it's different. They're thinking differently. They're doing it differently. Um, what else have I seen? I've seen... Um, yeah, I, th I think the whole social media. Um, look, look at what we've got now. We've got live streaming. What a great way to learn to play the game. You know, you can slow things down. You can look at what Rob Fay did in that situation. You can look at what Camden Riviera did in that situation. What shot did he play when this was the, the chase? You know, so many things we can learn now. So what I'd like to see is somebody really take that social media side over. And again, it comes back to the development of coaches. Maybe that's their thing, that, that they are involved in developing coaching ideas and then they pass it down to pros at club level um and uh yeah I, I, what i really like from this is i hope i've sort of stirred the pot a little bit with members with professionals um and i've got you thinking a little bit and if i haven't mentioned there's probably some great young pros coaching now um mike gooding for example i've watched mike gooding give lessons I thought Mike Gooding was a fantastic coach. I've watched Chris Bray coach, great coach in different ways. They're very, very different. Um, but yeah, please come to me. Let's talk. Let's talk about coaching. Um, let's make some videos. And yeah, I, I think it, it's, um, it's a massive part of the game. And we need to improve it. We do need to improve the coaching in real tennis.